Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hello again. I'm Don McDonald, and that's Tom Cock, and this is... Talking real money. Hauntingly good today on Halloween. It's Halloween. If you're listening live, it's November 2nd or later if you're not. We're just glad you're listening. We don't care what day it is. Because our goal, our goal, our purpose in life is to help you manage your money better. Avoid making some of the mistakes that so darn many people make. I mean, there's so many mistakes made around managing money, and they 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 they're not they're not without consequence. Financial mistakes can really mess your life up. That's why we think the, this topic is so important. What? Yeah, one of the ones I see on a regular basis is people have a tendency to look at their portfolios and say, "This part of my portfolio is making money; the other part's not. Why isn't the other part making me money?" And uh, we try to talk to them about having two parts to the portfolio one is the stock part that is designed to make you money over time well it's the fixed designed income yeah, it, it, we hope <laughs> yeah well okay yeah well it's designed to try to make you money yeah right, but the other part the fixed income part the bond part should be the part that keeps your money and yet many of you look at it like well wait a minute i want to have everything making money all the time by the way me too but I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Me too. And and it's even tougher in this very low interest rate environment. So it's low interest rates are terrific for people borrowing money. Mortgages, cars, whatever it is. I, although I don't think credit cards have come down much lately. But, um, boy, they got to be making some real money if they're charging oh, 20 Oh, my gosh. There are still some that are charging 25-plus percent. Whew. That's, I mean, good, great margin, great business. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think it's good for you, but here's where the mistakes start because right now people are saying, uh, if we, you heard, we had a caller last week, CDs are maturing, got to move the money to something. What do I do? Mm -hmm. And (laughs) the mistakes, you talk about expensive mistakes because what people are doing is they're saying, well, I'll find something that is yielding something, making me money. Right. Right. I need to make and money guess, on my money, darn it. Guess uh, what? It's yielding. not fair that I don't get to. Right. Yeah. People think it's unfair or they think you know, there's got to be a trick to all this. And the trick oftentimes people see is high yields, mm-hmm. right? Owning things that are making that are paying out higher yields. Well, one of them would be the Vanguard high yield bond fund, VWEHX, V as in Victor, W as in what? Whiskey. I thought you'd know that one. I don't know any e of these. as in Echo, H as in Hotel, X as in X-Ray. But here's I, the I thing. actually try to because make it a yield, point not to. <laughs> the yield is 4.9%. Oh, it is. I'm looking at it right yeah. now. Wow. wow. That sounds really great. The problem is 95% of the bonds it holds are BB or lower. And that could be troublesome. And there's a recent article last week talking about some of these big retailers going out of business, mm-hmm. like Men's Warehouse, mm-hmm. the bonds that they floated and then refloated and wrapped up. Uh, they 
how they do all this, I don't get. But you know what those are paying now on the dollar? I mean, what you're paying for them on the dollar? What the bondholders are getting back out of their hundred dollars? Oh yeah, what, the, what they could dollar. sell it for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out yeah, of their yeah. dollar, yeah. yeah, two cents, two cents, two cents. on the dollar. Neiman Marcus, yes, apparently didn't sell enough of those purses for five thousand dollars each or whatever they were selling them for. Three cents. Well, on what the did dollar. they do with all their needless markup? I, <laughs> thank you. I don't, the thing is. They're pulling on the purses, but not the purse strings. I mean, the thing is, you don't want to go out and try to find places to get yield right now because you're going to pay a price. The Vanguard fund I just mentioned, the high yield bond fund, is operated very, very well. They're doing exactly what you want that fund to do. The problem is what that fund exactly does when the stock market gets wacky is it goes down to 2008, lost about a quarter of its value. Because those companies cannot make their payments. So do not run out and buy those things. Do not run out and try to find yield. Keep your money in, for, in, on the bond side to hold the money, the other side, the stocks, to make the money. And what's really interesting is if you look, and by the way, the Vanguard High Yield Corporate Bond Fund is one of the very best. It, it really is one of the higher quality ones because it has much yeah. lower expenses than many of the others. But this is very interesting. When you look at the, the long-term performance, it looks more like an underperforming version of the stock market really than it does like a bond fund for example this year the uh the the, the total return on the vanguard high yield corporate remember it's yielding five but its total yep. return so far this year has been one yeah you wonder why you lost money yeah. because of mm-hmm. the the, the Principal. lower quality 2018 yep. you lost a total of total return was negative three percent so even after the high yield you lost money tom and don are talking real money there's a science to managing money i call it financial physics and you can get a free copy of my easy to read book financial physics at talkingrealmoney.com slash free or there's an interactive version available on apple ibooks it's called financial physics that's spelled with an f and you can get it free at talkingrealmoney.com slash free or in the apple bookstore for your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money Welcome back to our little Halloween show. I'm Don, that's Tom, and this is your dough that we talk about on the show. Every week, whether it's Halloween or not. Uh, by the way, are we going to do the day after Christmas live? I was just looking at the calendar. We do the day after, <sighs> we're on the day after Christmas. Yeah, because where are we going to be? Yeah, it's true. Where, where are we going to be? You're going to be there. I'm going to be here yeah, or in Virginia. Wherever. Yeah, wherever. Yeah, so and it doesn't matter. So it doesn't yeah, matter. All right, we'll be here then. Look at us. I keep threatening to do something to go, like, let's go somewhere. My wife goes, uh, no. Not in this thing. No, no. no. no I know. She keeps saying no. I know. She's I, right. My wife, my wife wants to go out and do uh, things, too. And I understand. It's I like, it's hard. I, I know. But it's fatigue. It's, this disease is pretty bad. Yeah. I really soon not get it, nor have anyone I know get yeah. it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, literally, my brother got it, and he still has symptoms. It's three or four months later. It affected his blood clotting and his. It just it it's just bad. Anyway, oh so Larry's still there. G- by the way, give us a call eight five five nine three five talk eight five five nine three five eight two five five. We just found out that Larry was on hold and we Larry we, we didn't know. So we're gonna we're gonna he gets an extra we're gonna extra talk to piece him. of yeah. candy or hi something Larry. Welcome holding. to Talking Real Money. You giving out candy now? Hi Larry. Yeah, absolutely. 
Hi, thanks for taking my call. The reason I'm calling is to congratulate you guys for the way you presented something. I was in my car driving home, and you were talking about the fact that the Democrats, Republicans in this election will not have any major effect based on history on the stock market. That's correct. That, not I one way or the other. You're, you're and, welcome. Yeah, I wanted, it, I'm it glad never, you put that out there because I don't. I never thought of. I don't know that stuff. I don't follow what you guys do. But anyway, I was impressed with that, and I thought, by golly, I'm going to call and tell them thank you. You're the best. Thank you. So, we appreciate yeah, that. Oh, that's yeah. very kind. Yeah, we really do. That's much better. That's so, better but than do candy. vote. That doesn't mean not voting. You should still well, vote. There are there are other important reasons to vote, yeah, but you don't many. vote based on the stock market. Yeah. I mean, you know, there may be there may be financial impacts on your life. See, we're separating those yeah. mm-hmm. true from the yeah. stock market. Yes, if you make over four hundred thousand dollars and Biden is elected, you will absolutely pay more in taxes. You will. Well, not even well, there, no, because it, uh, Congress you got to get through the House and the Senate, through, yeah, you gotta, et cetera, et cetera. So, so, yeah, you probably yeah. will. We, yeah, you know, we yeah. got to we got to hedge everything, hedge everything. Yeah. Oh, by no, the thank way, you. by the way, um, speaking of, you were talking about low rates and people doing stupid hedging. things and hedging and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot of companies, uh, like, for example, I just read that Apple has like, now they're, they're, they're sitting on $200 billion in cash. Do you know, that is enough, that is enough cash, it's almost enough, they're just a few bucks short of enough cash at the How current market they capitalization they can buy yeah. all of the Walt Disney Company. Every bit. And by the way, of the I'm going to put this out there right now. They can buy you and I. Oh, too. oh, we'll say whatever they want. Tim, no you questions. want us? Two hundred billion. Sold. You, you got that us. Was easy. And, and That's easy. you know, we'll even shine your shoes. We'll serve you dinner. <laughs> oh, we'll do more than. Oh, that. yeah. You no, we will be the best <laughs> servants you ever had for two hundred billion dollars. That is a lot of cash. I mean, here's a, it's a, but they have it sitting around in what cash? Cash or bonds? Or something. I bet. I bet they don't have it invested in Bitcoin. That was what I was getting to. The Jason's White piece, where I don't remember the name Uh, of the company, but they they're sitting on a bunch of cash, and and they so they decided instead of keeping micro strategy, micro strategy. That was it. Instead of putting Mm -hmm. it in the the bank or in bonds or in whatever, they decided Mm -hmm. to put a huge chunk of basically all their cash, their cash in Bitcoin. Now, but and here's the thing. Here's I love the rationale. Yeah, what? Yeah, the rationale is well, okay, cash isn't paying anything. Right, it's paying zero. Right. Uh, and here's here's where here's where you really start to veer off track a bit. You're going out of the rails. The Federal Reserve, or pardon me, the government is putting so much cash into the economy mm-hmm. that we're watering down the value of the currency. Mm-hmm. And eventually. That cash that you have today won't buy as much in the future. Well, that's always true to some mm-hmm. extent anyway. Thing called inflation. And here's his rationale. I won't even give his name out, but Well, you can look it up, microstrategy. Yeah. Yeah. He's been there for a long time. By the way, he had a little trouble with the Securities and Exchange Commission mm. a long time ago. There's a surprise. But his take is well, you put it in Bitcoin and you'll never lose. It won't it won't lose its value. Well, no, actually he said the opposite. He said he said, well, if I well, put it in cash, I know I'm not going to get anything. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bitcoin's $13,500 yeah. a Bitcoin and it was now, and it was 20, right? It, 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 but it was also, Basically. just a year ago, about 3000 Yeah, right. Not yeah. 13000 3000 So 
the dollar, can the U.S. dollar, is it likely that the U.S. dollar will drop from a dollar in value to, oh, I don't know, 10 cents overnight? No. No. Really highly unlikely. Could Bitcoin drop from 13,000 to 1,300 overnight? Yeah. Yeah. It, it actually Easily. could, dude. I mean, this is really stupid. Yeah, and it makes up now a big part of his market capitalization. If he wants to make that money make more money because he thinks the interest rates are too low, go buy some higher-yielding bonds or, wait, buy some stock in some other company if you don't want to buy How yours. About Apple? They have a lot of cash. <laughs> yeah, you could buy their no, I mean, cash. It's, 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 Jason Zweig said, if you want to make a bet on Bitcoin, just go buy Bitcoin. There's no reason to buy this stock so you're making a bet on Bitcoin. That is not a very good idea. Because basically the company now is a big bet on Bitcoin. But it's also run by a, a guy who apparently is about as illogical as human beings come to say that cash is riskier than Bitcoin. Yeah, and remember, Jason has been writing about all this for a very long time. He, t- he, he has no dog in this hunt. He just putting the facts out there and he even says at the end you're really at the end you're just making a bet when you buy a stock you usually buy a stake in a business in this case you're buying a stake in an asset class that has no track record of oh, any I, sort of balance I, I, to it. I even it hate way. calling it an asset class it is it to me it's still yeah. an invention Error. it's an invention yeah. I mean what is let me look at the latest on on uh, Bitcoin oh it's 14 thousand oh my gosh oh so it's That's rocketed ridiculous. up ridiculous it's up yeah. up three percent yesterday yeah okay well that's yeah. not a currency currencies don't go up three percent in a day eight five currencies you can use to pay your bills your right. taxes etc eight five five nine three five talk that's our number hey dave you're up welcome to talking real money hi don uh two questions one uh i have money invested in vanguard uh probably had it there 20 years or more, mostly because you recommended it. I've always been happy up until the last year, and it seems like I've had real problems with customer service. Uh, I don't have problems with the fund. I have S&P 500 and total total stock market. But uh, like I called customer service on Friday, just wanted to transfer some money from my account to my grandkids, uh, I was on the phone for like an hour and 25 minutes and they were unable to do it. They've done it in the past in 20 minutes. Uh, and I've had other problems with them. Do you have any suggestions on wow. what I should do there? This is, this is so very, very interesting. This is so interesting. You're not the first to say this recently in like the past week. Let's let's talk more about it after this really short break. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. Everybody needs help with their money now and again. And if you need more help than we can give in the course of this podcast or show, set up an appointment with one of our advisors for a free actual meeting with no obligation and no high-pressure sales pitch. Just go to Vestory.com, that's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 
855-935-TALK. Call us with your financial issues. Now, uh, let me start by saying it used to be that Vanguard literally listened to every show I ever did. They had a transcript of every word I ever said. So I would have to assume they probably still do the same thing. Um, Vanguard. Big Brother's watching you? Yeah, Big Brother's listening. Uh, (laughs) Vanguard, literally, in a week, this has never happened before, in a week, week and a half, this is, Dave's is our third complaint. No, we had a guy last year that said the same thing, but okay. Do we have one last year? Well, we've had Mm -hmm. had three now in the past week and a half. People saying Vanguard's customer service has declined dramatically. And I, I mean, really long and involved. Well, frankly, to call and to want to move your money to, to, that it takes an hour and a half, that's ridiculous in this business. But um, so is, is Dave still there? Dave, you still here? Dave? Yes. Okay. Well, even yeah, that, that, that is like uh, the fellow said he had to talk to his supervisor. He was unable to reach his supervisor. Uh, wow. I asked if I could talk to Juan. He said, well, that would take an appointment. He'd have to reach a supervisor to make the appointment, and hmm. maybe it'd be the next day, but probably not. Here's what so this is. This is a this is moving money from one account to another that are all well, at Vanguard. It, it was moving money from my account to my grandkids' account, and I'm not on there. Uh, my name isn't on there. But I've done this in the past, and it takes a little mm-hmm. bit of time. But as I say, maybe twenty minutes. And, uh, I got to tell you, I, if this was the good old days, um, I would literally pick up the phone and probably get somebody who would go, "This is appalling." And uh, but it, the the good old days are gone. We don't really know anybody much of anybody there anymore. But I well, can tell you what has, I know somebody at Vanguard. Well, okay. we do, but he's like our rep. Um, yeah. We pro- but I, I, here's what I do. This is what I do whenever a company either impresses the heck out of me or disappoints me in a big way, somebody in whom I had a lot of faith, I always, without fail, send emails to CEOs. Always. Because it, How do you get the CEO it, of Vanguard's it works. address? I could find it online. Guarantee it. I'll find it. Really? It, it always works. I mean, I'm telling you, 100% of the time with a decent company, it works. Because here's what happens. Even if the CEO doesn't see the note, there is a CEO complaint desk where usually a VP level person sees that note and and is told to take care of it. I I I, I wrote a positive note once to the CEO of Delta Airlines and I, I got a response that. personally on my uh, from his iPhone the next day. So good CEOs will respond. The CEO of Vanguard is a guy by the name of Tim Buckley, B U C K L-E-Y. And, and Dave, did you have another question as well? Well, I just want to follow said you had on two this questions. for a minute, because I did look online to see if there is a way to contact anybody, and I I didn't see a way. I'll find it. <laughs> that, well, yeah, I mean, so, uh, by the way, in, in this, is, this came up with another uh, uh, brokerage firm, financial firm, this week, uh, where we talked to somebody that they had a lot of troubles. <laughs> they wanted to sell out of their account, and then they got back bought back in automatically, and then the firm denied that they wanted to sell it. But it went on and on and on and on. I mean, frankly, um, I think if you're working with anybody and you can't get things taken care of in one day, 
in in one phone call oftentimes people say i'll take care of it tomorrow i even think that's too long in the financial services industry because we're talking about your money and so um they should be responsive they should have high customer service we have no idea don was pointing out that we had two other uh emails this week from people about customer service at vanguard that uh, issues remember vanguard has grown tremendously in the last decade 75 percent of the money they now manage is in index funds that's been a turn from it was 25 percent like 15 years ago so all those index funds have added a lot of assets vanguard has also expanded their services right they now have a a, a, a kind of money management service where for rather inexpensively they will put you in vanguard funds and manage the money i don't know how much advice you really get beyond that so i mean this is things to think about when you when you hire somebody they're just a big firm and you may get treated that way i i hate saying it but that's true don and his email address is likely this is the formatted vanguard but it is may not necessarily be the case tim b it's the the first name and the last initial at vanguard.com try sending an email to that see what happens Tom and Don are talking real money. If you don't have a financial plan, well, sometimes you just need a little help getting started. And we offer that free help to anybody in a meeting with one of our fiduciary advisors. To set one up, just go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. There's no obligation, no cost, and, I promise, no sales pitch. For a really great future, we're talking real money. I gotta tell you, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I don't live close to you. How's that? Because I would have to come over to your house for Halloween and get free pizza. Ooh, oh, that'd the free be horrible, no, but the it? problem is yeah. seeing you dressed as the Tiger King. I, I think it's gonna be. I don't think cool. I could take it. I don't think I could. You don't think I'm in a blonde mullet works for you? No, okay. I can't. Well, it's. I'm it, thinking if I like it, it, it may be my everyday deal. If, if, if the problem is, is that he's always dressed with his shirt unbuttoned. No, that's not going to happen. That's, just don't no. don't do that. Thirty years ago, maybe. And are you doing maybe. the? Are you doing the? Oh yeah, Fu Manchu I got the mustache. Fu. Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, yeah. this is yeah. going to be epic. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody, everybody, head over to Woodenville. No, don't head that. No, because. This is socially distanced. We're very safe. We've only invited the neighbors. They're going to come over, pick up their pizza, and go home. It's very. All right. All right. Do you have a real tiger quick. to carry around? No, we got a bear. <laughs> you do have a bear. <laughs> I, have a bear. I have a real bear. Oh, I, I forgot. You got around. a real animal. So he'll Tom smell will the pepperoni. Be, be right over. Have your yeah, wife exactly. draw a bear on your chest. Just a loud. <laughs> oh, she'd like that. Eight five five nine three five. Talk. Give us a call. We've got a couple of thousand lines open for you on this uh, Halloween. <laughs> All tricks, no treats today, so drop by. All Hallows' Eve, unless you're listening to the podcast on Tuesday, and then it's Election Day. Speaking of Day of the Dead, it'll be Election Day when you actually get to hear this, so there you go. Perfect. (laughs) Two two octogenarian presidential candidates, practically. Why don't they give some of those kids in their 60s a shot? What do you say? Hey, there's this kid named Buttigieg. He's just like a baby. Yeah, barely alive. Baby. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, or you can also send us questions at TalkingRealMoney.com using the contact form Fancy. like this one. Question regarding selling and buying mutual funds. Yes. Hi, Don and Tom. Ha- we have mutual funds with the American Funds 
Class A growth fund, new economy, capital income builder, capital world growth and income, and investment company of America. Apparently an Edward Jones client. Good That's guess. sure what it sounds like. Do we need to wait 31 days from selling these funds to purchase Vanguard Total Stock Index or Vanguard no. Total World, VTWAX, and Vanguard Small Cap Value? Thanks for all you do. No. No. There's no wash rule there. You can no. go ahead and sell Those are all. The, it, it can only, the only time, I'll give you an example. If you had an S&P 500 fund that actually yeah. owned the S&P 500 and nothing else, in the proportions of the S&P 500, in other words, an index fund, and you wanted to move from that loaded index fund into Vanguard's index 500 fund, or 500 index, you'd have to wait 31 days or it would be a wash sale. Yeah. Because those and are substantially way, identical. Kudos to you for cleaning up your portfolio. I mean, the funds you recommended are somewhat diversified but you hold a lot of the similar stocks in all of those uh, almost guarantee it growth fund of america is yeah. large company growth stocks capital income yep. builder pretty much the same capital yep. world growth and income pretty much the same investment company of america absolutely the same yep so um, you so people have a tendency to think well i own five funds i have to be diversified mm -mm. and you're you're really not so own if you moved it even to the vt Wax, you're going to own far more securities. You're going right. to own them at a far I like the lower idea. price. It depends on your age. If you're really looking for diversification, a lot of VT wax and a little bit of the small cap value, because that gives you that. And small you know, tilt. you know, we believe in diversification. That that has been the one protection you have. By the way, it came up in a way that I'd never expected yesterday. Oh, so I was talking wait, to a client before you go to that afternoon. story. Yeah. I, I want to mm -hmm. give you the P hold that story and then wait till after I'm off the air. No, th there's a PS <laughs> on this note. <laughs> Oh, I please. didn't read you the P.S. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. P.S. Love the Saturday and Sunday podcast editions by Tom. Oh, that's very kind. There you go. I hope you like this weekend's. They're a little different. Uh, yeah. So somebody yesterday said, well, you really you've really taken diversification to a whole new level. We have because even your family life is diversified because I said, yeah, I'm going to see my I was going to babysit my grandsons. And she said, well, don't you have like a 12-year-old daughter, too? I said, I got kids and grandkids of all ages, sizes. They're all, it's a whole thing, man. You got it all covered. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. She said, it was actually her. She said, oh, so you believe in diversification at home mm -hmm. and when it comes to investing. I said, that's funny. Right. That is funny. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty yeah, good. It's, yeah. You know, you're not perfectly diversified, though. They're all, there's, no. a, there's almost all toe-headed kids in that family. No, that's true. There yeah. is, there no. is definitely a dominant blonde gene in there somewhere. Which I ended, I think I read once is going to be all gone in like 50 years well, or something. Apparently not in your gene pool. <laughs> well, unless the bear comes back this afternoon. The brown bear. We'll Adopt the brown Whew. bear. Yeah, that'll break things up a little yeah, bit. That'll kind of kill off parts of the family, too. 855-935-TALK is our number. We have time for your calls, and we also have uh, another, I think, another question or two. 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. Before you end up buying a financial product that you'll regret later, either call us on the podcast or the show, or if you need a little more time, that's why we offer free meetings with our fiduciary advisors at Vestory with no cost, no obligation, and no high-pressure sales pitch, I promise. Just give us a call at 800-386-3004, or better yet, just set up an appointment at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. 
For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Before you get tricked by a broker, get a little treat from talking real money. <laughs> Call 855-800-855. I know it's 855. Yeah, 855-935-8255. The tricks are yeah, on them. Hey. The treats are here. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so uh, give us a call or send us a question at TalkingRealMoney.com either way. And by the by the by the by the by, um, because we do podcasts, we do take calls anytime. So if, like, you're listening to this as a podcast or you get home and you go, I wanted to call, well, you can still call. Just leave your entire question in as much detail as you can possibly at that number, 855-935-TALK, and then I'll answer it during one of next week's or the week after's podcast. No salesman will call. No, so we, just we don't take, do we that. We just answer them. We just answer them. Call me Monday morning, yeah, down no, at no, 9 no, o'clock. 855-935-TALK. If you, if you want to talk to one of our advisors, that's a different number. Sure. Totally different yeah. number. They don't they don't answer this number. Uh, you can also send questions anytime at TalkingRealMoney.com using the contact form. You can type them or you can speak them. You can even speak them online. Magical. Now, we have another question for you, Tom. It, mm, gosh, I'm sorry. It's the, yeah, it's, we're getting toward the end of the hour, but I gonna, know you're going to actually have to think about this one. All right. So <sighs> put on your thinking cap. Oh, by the by, okay. speaking of the Tiger King costume. Yes. Uh, do you have a jumpsuit? No, I don't. So, yeah, I won't. I'm going to I'm going to wear a fancy shirt, though. Well, but, you know, that's jeans, really so. not him now. You need a prison jumpsuit. Oh, I see something in orange. You need a little orange stripe, something (laughs) like that. Well, you know, I gave the last one out to Lori Laughlin yesterday. So, no, she needed that for her fuller house. Fashion plate that she is. Terrible jokes. (laughs) Thank you for stealing it, though. Terrible jokes. All right, here's the question. It's a question about bond funds. Uh And, of course, to butter you up in advance, the questioner says, Hello, love the show. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Then you hit Tom with this. All right. I have a question about bond funds as to how they relate to long-term interest rates when reviewing the full performance of VUSTX, Vanguard's long-term treasury fund. Long-term. Going back to the 10... late 80s. Oh, okay. I don't know how I don't know what the duration on that it's is. It's had a fairly steady return relative to say equities. Okay. It's had a steady return despite long-term yields having long stretches of going nowhere, bouncing around, but then returning to where they started. As the price should be inverse of yields, why is it that the long-term treasury fund has had a steady return, never a three-year period where it lost money, despite several long periods of yields being flat? Can we infer that even if yields stay roughly where they are for the next 10 to 20 years, the long-term treasury funds can still have a steady, positive return? Is it just because of, quote, rolling down the yield curve that they're able to obtain this consistent return, or is it something else? Did you write this just to mess with me, or what's the No, heck? no, no. I just thought this would be fun for you. I, the answer is yes. Next yes, question. the answer is yes. <laughs> Thank you. All right, let me, let me kind of explain okay. what's going on. First of all, what is? I don't know how long. What is I'm the duration check. on that fund? I, I was trying to find it. I'd get I, it on my I, phone, but I couldn't. Well, that's um, because it, your phone is too small and your fingers are too big. 
Yeah, and I know. I wish I don't know that. how my um, wife types on her phone all day long. So fast, I, I know. I do. I have to have a computer. Well, I don't actually after having, having watched the social dilemma. I don't know why she does, but that's a whole. All other right, question. here we go. I got the duration for you. Whoa! How long? Wow! Eighteen I would think it'd be years. Out there long. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So I'm trying to boil the question down. Well, the question I know what really I understand is, is why is, is the return so steady? Yeah. Why is the yeah. return stable variable? in a yeah. period of falling interest rates? But mm-hmm. let me tell you, it, Please. It, it it's not as stable as it would have seem as it would seem. It's got a relatively high level of volatility when you measure the vol- volatility is measured by a thing called the standard deviation. Of a, of a product. How much something moves from the yeah. middle. And, the, up and a down. standard deviation of zero is like a certificate of deposit or a yeah, bank savings move. account. Yep. Doesn't move. Got a standard deviation of zero. The standard in Porsche 500, which moves a lot, has a standard deviation of, I think it's about 16. I was going to say 17, but okay. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in that right range. I, I, mm-hmm. I'd have to look it up. The Vanguard long term treasury fund. Is not going to be as volatile as a long-term corporate fund would be because Shouldn't. it's less risky. But get this: its standard deviation, how much, is twelve and a half percent. Wow, that's higher than I would have thought. While anyway. you don't think it's been volatile, it in fact has been quite volatile because when you compare that with, let's use a better comparison. Let's use the Vanguard Balanced Index which is 60% 60 stocks, stocks and yeah. 40% bonds. You would think because it's heavily invested in bonds that it would have a much much higher standard deviation when in fact the the Vanguard long-term treasury fund is more volatile than a balanced fund, which in some means ways that it's makes more sense. risky. In some ways, that makes sense, though, because you own stocks and bonds in one, and when one's doing one thing, zig and zag mm-hmm. a little bit, so you could get that effect. Uh, but back to the question, I think the question really is, why has the return been relatively stable over time? New bonds. In a falling interest rate environment? Yeah, basically it is. Mm-hmm. They're, they're buying a lot of bonds are maturing. They're buying new ones on a regular basis. Now, remember, today, they're buying bonds with pretty low interest rates. Well, Pretty and low. you can see that in the the declining yield. See, what, you, you got to compare everything. You can't just compare volatility. You can't just compare the price. You actually have to look at what that yield has been over the years, too. And the yield on that long-term government fund in the 80s was in the 10% range. Sure, yeah. Today, it's less than two for that long yield. Less Even that than long. Wow. two. Wow. Now, that tells me that they've replaced a whole bunch of the portfolio with yeah. lower-yielding bonds. So, By if, the way, compare that to the high-yield corporate that we talked about earlier that's yielding 4.9. And, you know, the curiosity is that the Vanguard Long-Term Treasury Fund has uh, had comparable periods of decline, not, the, not identical, but in 2013, that fund was down a net How much? of 13%. Really? A net. That includes 13. the income. And the income at that point was probably five, five four. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit more. So, so you, you had really an had almost twenty percent gross decline. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. I mean, this is part of the reason, by the way, that again, when we think you should own bonds as the ballast in your portfolio, they're really short and intermediate term bonds. They really don't go past ten, eleven years. Mm-hmm. You start getting out further, you face increased volatility due to the changing interest rates 
Well, and the and let's let's just compare this with the Vanguard intermediate term corporate bond, which I just mistyped. Intermediate term. <laughs> oh my gosh! How, how come I can't spell M-E- anymore? All right. D I A T. I got I I'm t- I just term. keep typing it wrong. Vanguard yeah. intermediate term treasury. Here we go. I got it finally. Uh, they just do interim dash of uh, the Vanguard intermediate term treasury. Remember, the long term had a duration of eighteen point four years. Yeah. The intermediate has a duration of five years. Wow. Five wow. years, and the volatility of the intermediate is three and a half percent. Yeah. So you're really taking a lot of the volatility off of the. Pl- so, and what's the yield on that today? It's uh, be tiny. Uh, hold on. Let me pull it back up again. Actually, it's only a tiny bit less than the long term. Yeah. So one point four percent. You're just. This is another reason not to hold those longer bonds. You take more risk, and you really have not been paid for it over time. We don't believe in holding long-term bonds. The risk is too high. Tom and Don are talking real money. There's a science to managing money. I call it financial physics, and you can get a free copy of my easy-to-read book, Financial Physics, at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free, or there's an interactive version available on Apple iBooks. It's called Financial Physics. That's spelled with an F, and you can get it free at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free or in the Apple Bookstore. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. While some parts of the economy are doing really well, um, there are others that aren't. And we're seeing some dramatic layoffs in some industries, either involuntary or voluntary layoffs. And if you are about to or think you're going to you're gonna take a voluntary layout or if you're, layoff or if you're about to suffer an involuntary, get your plan together get your retirement plan together find out what you're going to do with that 401k get some ideas and get them for free with no obligation with no sales pitch even from one of our fiduciary advisors at vestry we help everybody so give us a call at 800-386-3004 or set up a free appointment at vestory.com that's v-e-s-t-o-r-y.com we hope you realize that the information provided on talking real money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time so please consult with a really good fee only fiduciary investment tax or legal advisor we know a good one investing must always involve risk in other words you can and probably will lose money at times also as much as you want it no one can accurately consistently predict the future so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring unlike many other programs that say something similar talking real money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities instead the program is provided as a public service by vestry a fee-only registered investment advisor thanks for listening and please visit talkingrealmoney.com for more information and disclosures that's a wrap